Thanks for checking out the SoCal Prep Insider In-Depth Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Scar. This podcast features athletes from around Southern California and highlights their journey into collegiate athletics. Today, I stopped by St. Bernard High School to chat with Vikings big man, Romel Mansell. The 6'9 forward is known around Playa del Rey for his big time jams and shot blocking abilities. But his game has refined over his senior year as he's turned into a complete player. We talked about his commitment to Long Beach State, why he stuck it out at a small school, and more. Let's get to it. Welcome to the SoCal Prep Insider In-Depth Podcast, where we sit down with recruits from all over Southern California, talk about their transition to the next level. I'm sitting here with Romel Mansell, a 6'9 forward for St. Bernard's. Thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. My, my pleasure. So, 6'9". We were standing next to each other. 6'9 might be a bit conservative, man. Maybe pushing 6'10". By the time you graduate, you might get yeah. close to... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the hair that, that, that pushes <laughs> it over a little bit. It's the hair. So 6'9", 200 from St. Bernard's, power forward senior, committed to Long Beach State. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's talk about what you guys just finished up. You just finished up practice, coming out here in the gym. And one of the messages that your coaching staff was telling you was, you guys got to keep in it. Right, your head's got to stay in it. You got to push through these last few league games. How important is it for you guys to finish the season out? Uh, it's probably been the most important that it's ever going to be. Uh, you know, starting off season, we weren't doing so hot. Uh, coming out, you know, we won a couple of our first games. You know, they were easy peasy, and then we got into a real tough schedule playing Damien and that tournament, playing in um, the Corona Centennial tournament with Rancho and Corona Centennial and Chino and all those big-time teams. And, um, you know, these these last four games are going to be very, very crucial going up against St. Anthony tomorrow night. Um, they're a uh, run-and-gun team just like us, but they're just, you know, a little bit, little bit bigger than us. Um, we got Bishop on Friday here again. Um, we lost to them by three. That was some of the best basketball play we've played all year. Uh, hoping he could, to continue that in the league play, knowing how important these last four games are. Um, Cantwell, which don't mean to discredit them or anything <laughs> like that, but um, they've been fighting hard, and, you know, they just haven't been able to come out on top. But, you know, every, every team in our league has, has beat them significantly. And then uh, Sarah, which is one game we hope – the first game we hope to win very badly. We came out slow. Let the refs get into it, and then lost that game. So Sarah at home is going to be, is going to be a crazy one. I can tell you that now. So one of the things we were talking about before we started recording was the tough schedule you guys have played. You just mentioned some of the teams you played. You played Damien, Corona Centennial. You guys played Bosco, Bishop Montgomery. I mean, these are some of the best teams in Southern California. So how prepared do you feel, kind of going through that gauntlet in the non-league schedule? How prepared do you feel now? Um, I feel very prepared. Um, it's it's definitely going to be tough, you know, going up against tough teams like that all year. But uh, I mean, it's just it's just who we are. We always like to, we always like to play a tough schedule, play play tough teams, and just play basketball, get through it. So let's talk about St. Bernard a little bit. It's a really really small school, and this is Southern California, where some of the best best athletes come from. They go to big schools, the big private schools, or the big public schools. St. Bernard's got a pretty small enrollment, a small footprint, a small gym. Right? You're a big dude. You're one of the best players in California, so I imagine there might have been some pressure at some point. Maybe your your boys are leaving, or teammates of yours are leaving, going elsewhere. 
Did you ever feel pressure to leave and transfer somewhere else? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, you know, my guy, uh, Jacob, he uh, wanted me to transfer to Mayfair. Um, Jordan Brinson wanted me to transfer to uh, Westchester. Oh, that would have been scary. Um, at one point, KJ wanted me to come to uh, Sierra Canyon with him. Um, you know, all my guys from from playing with Summer, they always they wanted me to come play with them. And I kind of always turned it down only because of what I've built here at Burners. I've built a family. I've built so many good relationships with teachers and my coach and my uh, teammates and just friends all around the school. So it was no really reason for me to, you know, kind of leave. But, of course, I did think about transferring because I was – uh, you know, going through a rough patch of time where I wasn't as good as I could be, and mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was going to get any better. But seeing it now, I'm glad I stayed because I've been recognized as one of the best players in California. So staying has has helped me tremendously. So you're a four-year player, right? This has been like the, t- the typical high school experience. You stay at one place for four years. To the kids that might be thinking about transferring, they're on the fence the pressure is leave man go chase that other opportunity but if you could kind of play devil's advocate and give a pitch to stick at the school you're at what would you say um I mean if you to stay at the school you're at I mean if you've built a fan base that's that's with you all the way through your bad times through good times I remember I wasn't good sophomore year freshman year junior year um and now I'm pretty I'm pretty big time I guess if if people would say (laughs) so I mean just for them to stick around with me in all four years and just be there by my side and cheer me on every game is it's been a it's been good for me and um to all the teachers you know I have one special teacher here uh she's basically like my second mom so she's also helped me keep me around and then my coach we built a strong relationship since since the first day we met at open house so there's no real reason for you to to transfer if you have that good of relationships with people around you so that's that's just my advice now the old saying goes if you're good you'll get noticed and I think in this day and age we're, we're in the hoop mixtape heyday right everybody's got a mixtape out there a bunch of people want to film stuff and put it on the internet what are some of the pros and cons about growing up in this social media age where every kid's got a mixtape every kid's got an Instagram and it's a big big deal what are some of those pros and cons um some of the good things would would be like of course getting recognized for being one of the best players around um you know just being able to get noticed by big coaches uh many many reps uh from nike adidas under armor all those big times he could play on big stages with all the other big players and uh some of the bad things would be just like if like you start off real high and you're getting all these mixtapes and you're playing real good and then one day you just you just fall off and you're you're just not that good anymore then it's gonna be like oh he was just he was just good as a little kid he was just good as as a middle schooler only through high school and he didn't do anything in college or he didn't go pro or anything like that so growing up in the social media age it's good at some points but you just have to keep it up in order to achieve what you really want to now, I think maybe a part of your career here at St. Bernard's, I, want, I don't want to say unnoticed, but we talked about it's a small school. You've kind of worked your way, weren't that great as a freshman. You slowly started to become a player as a sophomore, now a junior, and you really exploded as a senior. I mean, you're 6'9". You're hard to miss, but it seems like maybe there's just a bit of, of sleeperness to you. Do you feel like you've kind of gone overlooked? Um, I mean, I don't like to think of myself as overlooked because I like to be very humble, um, but... I mean, from people, what people have been telling me not that long ago that, uh, yeah, I have been overlooked. Yeah, I have been slept on. 
and that I should have I should be going to a Pac-12, SEC, ACC, all that kind of stuff. But I don't really care about that. I just want to go to a place where I can play, and I'm just it's, I'm where I'm at my best, and I can get better. So let's talk about where you are going. So you've committed to Long Beach State. You signed the offer, signed, sealed, delivered, man. You're going to Long Beach. What was the process like for you, and why Long Beach State? Uh, the process was, you know, long, uh, tough, you know, coaches calling um, days, nights, during school when I couldn't answer, um, texting, you know, going back and forth, talking to different coaches from different schools, big schools, small schools, uh, mid mid-level schools. So, um, just going through that made me realize some of the some of the good some of the good stuff and some of the bad stuff of what coaches have for you, what they promise you, and what they don't promise you. Um, and Long Beach State, it was it was a good fit for me because it's somewhere where I know I'll be able to come in and make an impact and where I can play first, and also to where I can get better and to where I'm able to stay home, you know, stay close to my family because my mom and grandma have always just come to my games, not just be around me all the time because that's just who they are, but come to my games and just know that they're supporting me along the way. And I just have a lot of a lot of family and a lot of friends, moms and dads that have gone to Long Beach State. And uh, they tell me it's a really good school. Academics are, academics are high, which is what I want and what I've been taught since I was little. So going there hopefully to major in kinesiology and finishing that off. I just want to get better at hoop and to to get a degree. Yeah, so we're sitting here at St. Bernard's, just a stone's throw from LAX. Long Beach is on the other side of the airport, essentially. So it sounds like it influenced your decision a little bit to stick around, stay close to home, have your support system. But off the court, looking at some of the other things, you talked about academics being a big thing for you. Was there any other recruiting pitches? Because every school wants to come at a kid and tell them we got X, Y, Z. Obviously, it's going to be about basketball. But what are some ancillary things, some extra things about Long Beach State that kind of drew you? Um, well, it's not really like the extra things that, that drew me there. It was it was just the coaching staff. Um, the coaching staff stayed around since I was a sophomore. They noticed me as a sophomore. They recruited me from sophomore year to senior year. So just seeing that and noticing the commitment from them to stay with me and not move on to a different player was was eye-opening because like I've always been wanted but I haven't been wanted that much to where somebody would stay around four years they would always come to my basketball game support come in the locker room after say what's up um text me call me you know they would they would just be there for me whenever I needed them and if they if they needed to talk to me I was there for them too so just building that relationship with the coaching staff was was um key in my in my decision now we've talked about you sticking here for four years it sounded like long beach state was after you for four years how important is loyalty to you uh loyalty is is very very important <laughs> to me it's 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 my key it's what i go by because if if i'm not loyal then i feel like other people won't be loyal to me so just making sure i have a good group of friends family and just a support system that will actually stay by me through everything is what's most important to me because that's really what I need is, is loyalty and not just people coming up to me because I'm, I might be big time or I might have something in my life or I might be going somewhere and people to just to feed off that. I need people who are willing to work for themselves and just being able to be around whenever I need them and just, just the loyal part of it. And that's a hard balance to strike as a kid, right? Being 18, 19 years old, trying to figure out who's going to be there when the chips are down, who's going to be there only when it's good. 
I think that's a tough balance to learn. But I think, you know, as you start to get older, that'll become clearer. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about St. Bernard. So let's bring it back to that practice in there. You're the biggest guy in the room. You're the star player. And it seems like the coaching staff is ripping you all equally. But in the locker room, when it's just you guys, it's just the 10, 12, 15 of you guys, what are you saying to your teammates to kind of get them on the same page? Um, you know, I'm really, I'm really like a quiet guy. So, I mean, like, if I have something to say, you know, I'll step up and say it for sure. But, I mean, if I don't, then I won't really say anything. So, just just being that big guy and, and doing all that kind of stuff, you know, it just it kind of helps. So, in a locker room, I'm mainly quiet and I just stay around the guys, you know, just keep them, just keep them composed. And they say, let the game do the talking, right? Let, let your play kind of do the talking. So when you're on the floor, is there something specific you're looking for to kind of let the opponent know or let your teammate know, hey, guys, I'm on tonight? Um, like, you just can't guard me. Like, I'm <laughs> impossible to guard in my eyes. So just, just knowing that, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. So in your mind, what's more impressive? If you're stepping back, you're crossing a kid up, maybe he's a guard, he's six inches shorter than you, you cross him up, hit a three in his face, or you're getting a breakaway dunk. What's more impressive to you? Um, probably a dunk because I just like I just like to, you know, just jump. I like, I like to jump. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about some other things about St. Bernard's. Kind of what drew you to Long Beach State. So looking off the court, after basketball, at some point in the future, what are some of your goals as an adult? Eventually, basketball would be great if you turned out played in the NBA. That's incredible. But these next four years, what would you like to be prepared for? I like to be. I like to get prepared for life after basketball. If something tragic were to happen you know god forbid something like that happens just being able to have something i fall back on and you know just being able to live life after basketball and having something to to do instead of just trying to consider basketball as my number one thing just just stuff like that to fall back yeah on. you talk about majoring in kinesiology why that um just something to stay around basketball again you know uh kinesiology deals with you know, like sports medicine and dealing with bones and knowing how your body works. So just knowing how my body works and knowing what the good feelings are and also what the bad feelings are, I'll know whether I'm hurt or if or whether it's something I can fix easily or it's just easy stuff like that. Do you have a pregame routine? Um, My pregame routine would just be listening to my music. You know, I got specific songs to listen to. And then after I listen to those, I just take my um, take my AirPods out, watch the rest of the game, then go in the locker room, um, then probably put all my stuff on, uh, stretch a little bit, and then after that, I usually do um, like 20 wall taps. I get up and do 20 wall taps and do that. And then that's really like my key stuff of what I do and what I just stay competing and doing. And then just just getting locked in is 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 key. What's in the Romel Mansell high playlist? Um, <laughs> you know it's it's a little it's a little bit of everything. You know I got a little Future, uh, I got a little Baby, I got Gunna, I got uh, Uzi, Kendrick, um, I got all that. I got everything. Just good hype stuff. Yeah. All right, if you could be compared to one NBA player, if you could model your game after one guy, who do you think it'd be? Uh, one NBA player, well, the way I play now, where I'm mainly sticking in the post, would probably have to be like a like an AD, but he can stretch it out too just like I can, or I can stretch it out just like he can. <laughs> um, so probably uh, AD. What are some of your goals on the court in these next couple of years at Long Beach State? What are some goals you have? Um, 
get stronger, have my jump shot better, uh, get my handle right, so I'll be able to bring the ball up, set the offense, get into that kind of stuff, be able to break my man down one-on-one, uh, create for others, and hoop. All right, Ramel, last question for you. If you could give a kid some pieces of advice, because you've been recruited, you're making that jump, if you could give a kid some advice, maybe he's not getting noticed. Maybe he is slept on. He's got no offers. He's got no mixtapes. There's no hype. If you could give him some pieces of advice, what would you say to him? If if this is something that you really want to do, just stay hungry. You've you've seen or you've heard about multiple multiple people who haven't been noticed, like Jimmy Butler, how he started off homeless and now exactly. he's a big time star in the NBA. If if this is something, whatever you want to do, if it's what you want to do and you have your mindset to it, nothing is able to stop you. Nothing. Romeo Mansell, power forward for the St. Bernard's Vikings, man. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. No problem.